Welcome back to Good Food Mercantile in San Francisco. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network on tour. I'm Katie Mosman-Wadler, and I'm here with my co-host, Liza Ham. Hi, Liza. Hi there. And our very special guest right now is Eli Cairo, founder of Olympia Provisions. Welcome, Eli. Yay. Thanks for having me. You guys are the best. Thanks for being on. No, you're the best. Uh, well, tell us, uh, you've been kind of back on the showroom floor here. What's the scene out there like? It's just awesome. It's like one of my favorite days of the entire year. You know, it's you get to uh, walk around, the you know, this gigantic room with some of the most talented makers, I think, in all of America. And it's just fascinating how good stuff's gotten since they've started in 2010. Like, I mean, it was always delicious, but right now it's like everything you taste is like mind-bogglingly delicious. And everybody's so inspirational and doing such awesome things, and it's just elevating and it's you know it's very nice to see because our country's in a weird spot right now and to come into here and it's all positive and people trying and doing awesome things it's really really great did you get a chance to meet anyone new out out there new? Right now? i did well allagash the brewery is i just met with them and talked about what they're doing with all their barleys and uh whatnots and it's kind of amazing and delicious and uh i'm very happy that i drank a beer before i came here Incredible. <laughs> and you're currently drinking beer as of you're course, on air with us. But course. didn't bring any for us. I, mean, I know. We did make a failed. note of that. I asked you if you needed anything. <laughs> well, there's need and the, there's and like one, nice to I have and need to have. I could have forced a beer upon you. That's classic <laughs> That's me. okay. We've got to make a lap out to the back in a little bit I can bit go here. get this after this interview. I will go get you beers. Well, uh, sort of on this theme of helping each other out, uh-huh. one of the themes that we've been talking about uh, that was a big part of the awards ceremony last night is... Um, the theme of collaboration, uh-huh. and uh, we wanted to ask you, with Olympia Provisions, have there been any collaborators sort of in your orbit that have been surprisingly great for your business? Yes. Well, we have been collaborating. I think the biggest thing is with the Oregon Department of Agriculture that we've been working for. Uh it's been an amazing collaboration with trying to figure out where the pork industry is in Oregon and using their resources and their power to get the ball moving for some of the topics that our farmers are looking for. It's been an awesome collaboration where they're actually working with us. The USDA also, they're kind of you know positioned as a, you know, a, a hurdle for meat plants to get over, but they've been an amazing organization to collaborate. They're happy that this little small company is trying to do it right, and they're working with us to do some cool stuff. So this year's been an amazing collaboration with kind of official bodies of federal government that's been kind of amazing for us. That's a a, a little bit of a surprise to hear. We don't hear that too often. (laughs) Especially USDA, charcuterie makers. Yeah, USDA's, they're great. I mean, you know, we need them in our you know, in our country for the food system. Yeah. As these new companies come on, they should know their food science. They should be producing safe things because that could hurt the movement if not. And uh, they're just really, really working with us on everything, giving us all the support to do our documents and make the meat we want to make and working with smaller farms and doing all the cool stuff that we want to do. Amazing. Yeah. So I also, I want to make sure I get this correct. Uh-huh. You're a 12-time winner here? 12-time winner. Jeez, Louise. That's I know, impressive. I love it. it yeah, yeah, it <laughs> makes me super happy. I know. I'm, it freaks me out. Now it's. I was t- saying it's like it's intimidating. We only won. We only won one this year. I don't mean that in a weird way, but my sister's like literally nervous about it. She's like, "You only won one, Eli. Like, what? Are you slipping? Like, <laughs> Step it up, yeah. bud. Like, what's going on?" <laughs> and yeah, no. It, it, it's it's liter- It's it's a nice caliber for what we're doing. You know, as we grow. I right. Yeah. Two thousand nine, when we won our first three, I was a one man shop, and one little restaurant with three employees. Now we're what? 170 employees, five restaurants, distributed across the nation, working on a slaughterhouse and buying our own farm. But if your product stays good and it still passes through the Good Food Award, to me, I'm kind of like, we're doing something right, Absolutely. you know? And Amazing. that's, if I were to lose, I'd probably 
just cry. I don't even know what I would do. You'd figure it out. I don't know. You'd get it done the next year. I just closed door. (laughs) Fuck. No pressure, good foods. (laughs) (laughs) Gave it a go. Uh, Well, Uh, I'm pretty confident in your ability to keep raking these puppies in. Um, So we're looking forward to seeing you back here next year. Yes, please. Um, We'll do a better interview. I won't drink as heavily prior. Oh, you're doing great. Okay, thank you. You're nailing it in every way. Okay, so now I'm going to nail you with a hard question. Uh Uh-oh. And just, um, I want you to tell us what you feel is the most pressing food issue of 2018. Um... Gosh, you know, I got to say for me personally, uh, subsidies to help my ranchers get their meat to market in, in Oregon. You know, they're running, there's a lot of uh, amazing ranchers that are trying to do the right thing that have been, for, you know, be it if they're, you know, trying to put up outside different hoop barns to change their slatted floor raising of animals where they could use like a USDA land grant or a farm grant that that money just hasn't been done because of the administration hasn't got the money to the people that need it and that's you know it's it's kind of funny to joke that the Trump administration can't get shit done and then when you hear the farmers being like I need them to get shit done so we can actually grow our farm and this year it's not happening and so it's kind of just been a really really stress where they want to up their I need more pigs from them but to do that they need the grants and the backing to do that and they're still waiting on somebody to say they can have that money it's Mm -hmm. kind of killing me yeah. So what can listeners do to help what can listeners, change that? Oh, God, I don't. <laughs> uh, well, definitely support the farmers directly. Okay. If you have a rancher or somebody doing it properly, please go to the, you know, use your local butcher as much as they possibly can. Because these ranchers, go to your farmer's market, buy directly from your ranchers and your farmers. So they get the largest margins on their product. Just okay. go direct as much as humanly possible. Buy small, do the right thing, spend the extra money so the farmer actually gets it. Because it really does make a difference. Okay. Because it really does make a difference. Perfect. So final question, easy one. Uh-huh. Best bite you've had since you've been in San Francisco? Well, we I left early on Friday, and we didn't eat breakfast. We had a meeting, and we got here, and I didn't eat anything till like 1 or 2 o'clock. And we flew in, dropped our bags, and went right to the mission and got a burrito. And Smart my man. God darn, wise, like, a wise uh, man. tongue burrito was like the first two bites. I was like, if somebody were to take this out of my hands, I'd fist fight them so fast. <laughs> <laughs> like it was so delicious and good, but uh, product-wise, uh, man, I don't. I just ate a ritual chocolate that just blew my freaking little oh, mind. I love but them. I know, me too. Which one did you have? The one at one, the vanilla the bean vanilla. one, the Madagascar oh. vanilla, and I'm not like a flavored chocolate dude, and it like, whoo, it was nice. amazing. Awesome. That's up there. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Eli, it's such a pleasure to see you and have you back on air with us Yay, at thanks HRN. Thanks so much for having me. And uh, thanks we can't for wait to have you guys do. back to Bushwick. And uh, we need to have a pizza date out there. And uh, I hope we'll be seeing you in Portland this year, too. Yeah. Come out to Portland, (laughs) uh, everybody. And I I want to learn how to hunt from you at some point. Let's do this. Come out in the fall during feast in September is perfect time to teach you how to shoot things. Done. Awesome. All right. (laughs) Keep me on the list. I'm signed up. Have a wonderful day, guys. Thanks so much. thank you very, very much. You've been listening to Heritage Radio Network on tour. I want to say a big thank you to the Julia Child Foundation for Gastronomy and the Culinary Arts for supporting our show. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon.